0: We've made it to the most exciting time in American motorsports. The IndyCar champion was crowned. The NASCAR champions will be crowned this weekend in Phoenix. All that and more on this recent edition of Motorsports The Show. We are back. We have a lot of news to cover. Obviously, we are going to cover the IndyCar and NASCAR Championship's how we got there. So, first, it was the Xfinity race at Texas Motor Speedway. Harrison Burton would win that race by passing Noah Grayson at the very end of the race. It was a 200-lap race. Theo O'Reilly Auto Parts 300 taking place at Texas Motor Speedway. Interestingly enough, Chase Briscoe, Brandon Jones, Ryan Sieg, and Justin Allgaier, all of which are in the playoffs, didn't finish the race all had some issues and were unable to complete all laps which made Martinsville a must win I feel really for Brandon Ryan and Justin Noah Gregson finished second and led 43 out of 200 laps as well as winning stage number excuse me he didn't win stage number one Brandon Jones won stage number one apologies there to both Brandon and Noah Noah Grayson led 43 out of two laps. It was pretty dominant. Harrison Burton, however, won stage number two. And that's when I think people realize, you know, Harrison, he's going to be someone you got to watch out for tonight when you win stage two and then win the race. Pretty good job there. There were 10 cautions, 19 lead changes. Interestingly enough, Harrison does not have a full time ride yet. He will have that changed, I feel, during silly season of NASCAR. The IndyCar St. Pete race. is the championship race. Starting it all where it was supposed to begin. The weekend of March 13th, March 14th, and March 15th. IndyCars were supposed to be in St. Pete, Florida. Then the whole world shut down that weekend. And IndyCar did not get to race at St. Pete, so they moved it to the end of the season. With a bunch of cancellations and headers for IndyCar, St. Pete always emerged that it was going to be the site of the 2020 championship. And IndyCar is a bit different than NASCAR. IndyCar has qualifying in practice. NASCAR does not. Fastest qualifier will power. He's been pretty dominant for qualifying. Not so much on the racetrack. He would not finish the race crashing out relatively early. Being the first one out of the race, which was shocking. It was a 100-lap race on the strength on the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida, Joseph Newgarden led 21 out of 100 laps en route to the victory, but that win was not enough to secure a championship. Scott Dixon needed to finish ninth or better to when he finished in third. How did he get here? Scott Dixon, dominant at the first half of the season, three for three in the first three races. Then he started to go down a bit for Scott Dixon standards, only finishing Around the middle of the pack in top 10. So anywhere else, if you finish in the top 10, like every single race, that's good. But for Scott Dixon, that was uncharacteristic of him this season, just based on the way he started. Joseph Newgarden was pretty good. He started getting some wins. He started getting some polls. He started getting some top 10s and every, getting some top fives, rather. And he just kept shipping it away at the lead but it was not enough will power we thought you would think based on how many qualifying wins he had he was going to be in top three no he was not top three once again issues plaguing him all throughout the season so scott dixon wins now his sixth IndyCar championship congrats to scott here's the podium number one joseph newgarden Number two, Paddle Award. He will be a champion in the future. I'm calling it right now. Not next year. Next year's champion, Colton Herder. You heard it here first. Number three was Scott Dixon. Alexander, Alexander Rossi. He led 61 out of 100 laps, but on lap 69, he hit the wall and then crashed out of the race. Seven lead changes, six cautions there. With that, the IndyCar regular season over. From now on, we're going to be talking about NASCAR, at least until next week's episode, as the NASCAR regular season finishes next. Actually, this weekend, which is kind of sad for me. As Motorsports the Show, we probably not be happening for a while until we just get a lot of news, because at this point, once racing's over, there won't be a lot to talk about. So we move to the NASCAR Gander Truck Series. Sheldon Creed past Austin Hill. And over time, during the restart to win the 152-lap SpeedyCash.com 400. Uh, interestingly enough, at Texas Motor Speedway, it was a 228-mile race. Yet It was called the 400, so I don't know. And it was a 152-lap race, so I'm really confused why they called it the SpeedyCash.com 400. But I guess that sounds better than the SpeedyCash.com 228. Sheldon Creed led 131 of 152 laps, dominating there, and won stage number one. Matt Crafton, the 2019 Gander Truck Series champion, won stage number two. Ten cautions, 14 lead changes there. Uh, No drivers secured a playoff spot after that race. We'd have to wait till Martinsville to have The round of four, which was like that for all playoff rounds, might I add. Texas, oh boy. There was a lot of rain in Texas starting Sunday. A race that was scheduled for Sunday, October 25th, had a total of about 52 laps. And Clint Boyer was the winner when rain struck and they had to stop the race. It was postponed all the way to Wednesday, October 28th. They tried to do it every day. Drivers would drive there and then they would have to cancel the race and then eventually, I don't think anyone really showed up. So it was a sad race. But on Wednesday, October 28th, they finally got to race. With a win in stage number two and 90 laps led, Kyle Busch finally got a victory. Albeit not in the playoffs when he was already eliminated. So Kyle Busch won the 334-lap Echo Park Automotive 500 at Texas Motor Speedway. Clint Boyer won stage one. Stage two was won by Kyle Busch, as I said. Prior to the Sunday race, Martin Trix Jr. once again failed pre-race inspection. The crew chief was ejected. The spoiler of his car was confiscated as well. So I was honestly shocked that uh, he's still allowed to race. Just, you know, it seems like every single week, we have Martin Truex Jr. has to go to the back of the pack, and remarkably, he still would do somewhat well, even going from the back of the pack to near the front of the pack. Well, we go from Texas to Martinsville Speedway, it was the round of eight finale for all three series as we get, look forward to Phoenix Raceway this weekend. Well, the truck race was a 200-lap race. The NASCAR Hall of Fame 200 was won by Grant Evanfinger. That secured Grant a championship for appearance. Sheldon Creed won stage one and led 65 laps, the most laps led. And Stuart Friesen I probably botched his name, and I apologize. He won stage number two. 11 cautions, 16 lead changes there. After the race, Sheldon Creed, Grant Enfinger, Zane Smith, and Brett Moffitt secured their chances for a championship in the final four. Matt Crafton was three points away from finishing in fourth. Zane Smith would finish fourth. And we thought that was going to be the most shocking moment. Wait until I tell you about the cup race. Before that, they had the Xfinity race. The draft top 250 at Martinsville Speedway. Under the full moon of Halloween night. It was won by Harrison Burton. His second win in a row. And Harrison Burton does not have a full-time ride yet. And he wins two races in a row. I can speak, don't worry. I know my R's. And Harrison led 81 out of 250 laps, which is a lot. Noah Grayson won stage number one. Rosh Chastain, the watermelon man, won stage number two. There were 10 cautions, 11 lead changes. Here's the final four for the Xfinity series. Austin Centric. he has a cup ride in the near future. Justin Allgaier, Justin Haley, and Chase Briscoe. Noah Gregson, Brandon Jones, Ryan Seek, and Ross Chastain have all officially been eliminated. I was shocked. I thought Noah Gregson was really going to make the Final Four at the first, at the beginning of the season, but he just... He had average finishes, but average is not good enough. When I say average. He had, like, top five finishes, top ten. Well, that's not enough to get you a championship. As you'll hear on this Cup Series race, boy, oh, boy. The 500-lap Xfinity 500 at Martinsville Speedway. Let's talk about that. It was very exciting. I enjoyed every single moment of it. Seven drivers entered. Only three would get to go to the final four in Phoenix. It was by far my favorite race of the year. Well, one of them at least. Daytona was awesome. I enjoyed that race at the road course. Bristol. I enjoyed the All-Star race. That was a fun week, too. So I don't have a favorite race yet. Hopefully, Phoenix will be the best race. Anyway, to make the Final Four, Kurt Busch, Alex Spellman, Martin Tricks Jr., and Chase Elliott, they needed a win, or basically, Brad Keselowski, Denny Hamlin, or Kevin Harvick to have horrible nights. All three of them. And then he, like, crash early, but even then, I don't think they would have won. So basically... Chase, Alex, Kurt, and Martin needed a victory to advance. Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, and Kevin Harvick needed to not needed to just have a great race and have Kurt, Alex, Chase, or Martin not win the race. One of them would win the race. After 500 laps and 236 of them being led with a stage 2 win, Chase Elliott has made it to the championship four in Phoenix, securing the fourth and fourth final spot of the playoffs. Kevin Harvick won nine races during this season, but he had a mediocre day all day long. He was near the middle of the pack, and that screwed him over because Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski finished right above Kevin Harvick, and due to Chase Elliott winning the race, Kevin Harvick was eliminated from the playoffs right before the championship, might I add, which is crazy to think about. You go from winning nine races to being eliminated in the playoffs, and that that's thats, that's crazy. You don't ever see that happen. It's going to be a season we talk about for a while, I feel. Kevin was eight points below the cut line. He would have been just like one point, but he hit Kyle Bush. and that actually spun him out. So he had to regain himself and would finish the race, but he finished in 17th. There were 12 cautions and 20 lead changes in that race. We almost had a different result. Halfway through the race, Chase Elliott had one of his crew members go over the wall too early. That's a penalty. However, in NASCAR rule, if you go, like, bounce off the wall. He tapped the wall with his leg and then ran back. That reestablishes it's the equivalent of a reset button. Crew Remember, pass the reset button. And then Chase avoids the penalty of being put in the back of the pack, which would have for sure screwed Chase over from winning that race. So here's the final four. Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, Denny Hamlin, and someone I haven't talked about all day, Joey Logano. Why? Well, he already had a secured spot, being that he won the Kansas race, just two weeks prior, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, the driver of the number 48 next year, replacing Jimmy Johnson, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick are now out of the playoffs. We now move on to something that I know a lot more about, something I'm very passionate about that not a lot of people know. Monster Trucks are my favorite form of motorsports. And it might surprise you. You'd probably think it's NASCAR or IndyCar, but no, it's Monster Trucks. Specifically, Monster Jam Trucks, uh, being that that's the national series, I enjoy really all of them. If I can go to any Monster truck show, I will enjoy it. Well, Monster Jam returned to Arlington, Texas. It's the first time in over 230 days that they have had a show. Twelve trucks entered Arlington, the lineup was Axe and Chris Kohler. It's a fire truck design. Chris Kohler is the son of a two time champion, and Jim Kohler, one of the most famous Monster Jam drivers. A lot of second generations here. Bakugan Dragonoid is based on the popular Spin Master series, Bakugan. Dragonoid specifically is the red one. Ryan Anderson in Son of a Digger is the truck he typically drives, but this week, He drove Bakugan Dragonoid. Gravedigger was driven by Kristen Anderson. She is the first female Gravedigger driver. She is the daughter of Dennis Anderson. Ryan is also the son of Dennis Anderson. I did not mention that. Great Clips Mohawk Warrior is a truck known because it has a Mohawk on top of it. And it's driven by former drag racer Bryce Kenny. Jester and Rillo is an Escalade-bodied truck. It is blue, and it has a Jester design on it, hence the name Jester. Kraken is based on the mythical creature of Kraken. You see it with the Seattle Kraken hockey team. It's driven by Nick Paggirillo. Lindsey Wink drove Luke to a Crusader. The Crusader is the knight in shining, shining armor. Tom Mentz is a 12-time world champion, one of the greatest drivers of all time. He drove Maximum Destruction Fire that weekend. It's a red version of Maximum Destruction with fire elements on it, and it's pretty cool. The third and final child of Dennis Anderson that competes right now is Adam Anderson. He drove Megalodon, a shark truck, which is very, very cool looking. I've seen it in person. Tal drove Monster Energy based on the can Monster Energy. Rage is a truck driven by Corey Rummel, a rising star in the industry. You're going to hear his name a lot in the future. And finally, Zombie was driven by Barry Musauer. It was perfect, as it was a October 24th and 25th. Well, that's a Halloween weekend Ask show. I know it's a week away, but a spooky time in October. So I'll give you all the results that you need to know. There were two shows in Arlington, show one. The racing winner was Max D. Fire and Tom Mintz. He defeated Mohawk Warrior and Bryce Kenny. Here's how shows work in stadiums. There are three competitions. Racing, two-wheel skills, where they have two attempts to do the crazy stunts on two wheels specifically. And then freestyle, two minutes to where they basically fly around in the stadium and crash the truck. That's not the goal, but it's always cool when they do it. And then you get points. 14 if you win, 13 in second, 12 in third, etc., etc. Whoever has the most points at the end of an event is crowned the overall event champion. Axe, D. Fire, and Tom Ments got 14 after defeating Great Clips Mohawk Warrior, and Bryce Kenny, who got 13 in racing. Two wheel skills, as we said, Best move you can do on two wheels. Ryan Anderson and Bakugan Dragonoid was the victor there. Freestyle was won by Monster Energy and Todd LaDuke. And the overall event champion was Tom Mintz, the professor. He is in charge of Monster Jam University, where they train Monster Jam trucks. Well, not the trucks, but rather the future drivers. So Tom Mintz won racing. He got 5th in two-wheel skills and 2nd in freestyle and had the most overall points and got the big trophy. For show number two, same name, different game, except this time it was a different result. Great Clips of Mohawk Warrior and Bryce Kenny. this time defeated Max D. Fire and Tom Mentz to win racing. Then, after winning racing, Bryce won the two-wheel skills challenge. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. He would win the Two-Wheel Skills Challenge, which is an always exciting part of every single show. So, with a racing win, and a Two-Wheel Skills win, you'd think that Bryce Kenny could go three for three. That would not be the case. Because Ryan Anderson and Bakugan Dragonoid decided, I want to win Freestyle, and he did. So, with an exciting show, who's going to be the overall event champion with a finish and of an average, really, of second. Finish second in racing. Second in two-wheel skills. Third in freestyle. It is Tom Mentz. Max D. Fire once again. So, Tom Mentz and Max D. Fire goes two for two in Arlington, Texas. Now, if you're as big of a Monster Jam fan, really Monster Trucks as a whole as me, This next thing is going to be great news as Monster Energy Supercross is returning. Monster Energy Supercross is owned by Feld Entertainment. So is Monster Jam. If they can do Supercross, that means they can most likely do Monster Jam as well at locations like uh, where they're going to be going. So it's very interesting if they can do it safely, which Arlington was done safely. I feel in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some. Uh, Exciting news to break here on Sports The Show. Ng Supercross will have 17 different rounds. The norm, rounds 1 through 12. The date and location have been announced. Rounds 13 through 16, no date, no location. And then we have round 17, the location, but not the date has been announced. So here we go. All seventeen rounds will have the 450 class of drivers. There's two different classes, the 450 class, 250 classes, two different bikes. Younger guys are almost always on the 250 series. It's either the 250 west or 250 east, depending on if you're in the east coast or the west coast. I'll tell you where we are and which series is competing there. And then they always have just the all-around 450 class. So the 450 class goes to all 17 rounds. 250 East, 250 West has nine different rounds, eight in different locations. And then round 17, they meet up for the shootout between the East and West drivers. So they'll still have the East champion, the West champion crown, but they want bragging rights. Your series does. So that's why round 17 is always very fun when we have the East-West shootout. Well, rounds one through three, we're going to be at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. And we'll have the 250 East Riders. Round one, Saturday, January 16th. Round two, Tuesday, January 19th. Round three is Saturday, January 23rd. Rounds four and five are going to be at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's where... Monster Energy Supercross was supposed to be. And then the country shut down. So after a year. Almost a year. Supercross will finally return. To Lucas Oil Stadium. Actually it will be over. Years, almost two years. Because they ran in 2019. Not 2020. Math is hard okay. Rounds 4 and 5. Round 4 is Saturday January 30th. Round 5 is Tuesday February 2nd. The 250 East Series Riders are going to be at Lucas Oil Stadium. Round 6 through 8 are going to be at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. And we'll, for the first time we see, they will have the 250 West Riders. Round 6 is February 20th. Round 7 is Tuesday, February 23rd. Round 8 is Saturday, February 27th. Round 9 will have only one stop. And it will be at Daytona Beach, Florida in Daytona. International Speedway. The two fifty East Riders will be at that event. Then rounds ten through twelve will be at eighteen T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Hey, Monster Jam was the, just there. See? That's why Monster Jam could possibly come back. Okay. I really hope it does. I enjoy it. Round ten is Saturday, March twentieth, round eleventh, Tuesday, March twenty-third, round twelve, Saturday, March twenty-seventh. Rounds 13 through 16, as I said, are at unknown locations. Round 17, the championship will be at Rice Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City once again. It used to always be at Boy Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada, but uh, due to Allegiant Stadium being built, they're going to most likely, I believe they are going to tear down Sandboy Stadium, which has a lot of memories for me personally. I've never been there, but I've seen a lot of events happen there, and I'm very much sad that it's going to be gone. I, I am. We're going to, obviously, I'll get through it, but I hate seeing stuff torn down. It always hurts my soul. New stuff's cool, but the memories of the old stuff will live on forever. We now move to silly season news. It's off-season news for NASCAR and IndyCar. Not that much news for Monster Jam or Supercross. So for NASCAR, Kyle Larson set to drive the number five Hendrick Motorsports car. He will now replace the number eighty-eight car, driven by Alex Bowman, as Alex has moved on and will drive the number forty-eight car, replacing Jimmy Johnson as he's retiring from NASCAR, going to IndyCar. And And his last ride will be this weekend. By the way, we'll talk more about that in the upcoming races portion of the show. IndyCar offseason news. This one shocked me. Felix Rosenquist no longer driving the number 10 Chip Ganassi racing car. He will instead drive the number 7 Aero McLaren car. He replaces Oliver Askew, the rookie. Shocking news there. I did not expect them to can Oliver Askew after one year. I felt he did good. So it'll be interesting to see where Oliver goes. I know he will not replace the number 10 Chip Ganassi car as Alex Pelot will be driving the number 10 car now. Odds below was a rookie last season. He drove for Dale Coyne Racing of the number 55. He did very good, started in the Fast 9 for IndyCar. I was pretty much impressed with him this year. I thought he was going to be Rookie of the Year from the first half of the season. had a great first half, second half wasn't as good. But uh, with the Chip Ganassi Racing equipment, don't be shocked when... Within the next three seasons, Alex Pelow does not have a couple of wins under his belt. He's that good. It's now time for upcoming races of the weekend. All races will be at Phoenix Raceway as it's championship weekend. Woohoo. The Truck Series Championship is Friday, November sixth at eight PM Eastern Standard Time. It's on FS One and the Motor Racing Network is where you can listen to the radio wherever you get the Motor Racing Network. The Arco West Championship is Saturday, November seventh. It will be at two p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the NBC Sports Gold app and MRN. So not on national TV. You got to pay for the, you know. the Xfinity Series is Saturday, November seventh at five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's on NBCSN and MRN. Finally, the CAP Series is Sunday, November eighth at three p.m. Eastern Time on NBC and M. R-N. Predictions, predictions, predictions. I don't know that much about the Arca Series. So I apologize there. For for the Truck Series, your champion, Brett Moffat, For the Xfinity Series, Chase Briscoe. He needs this man. He's going to be driving the number 14 car next year. He'd love to take an Xfinity Racing Championship with him. For the Cup Juice, it's the most difficult one. If I had to choose someone, I'm going with it, Brad Keselowski. He's going to win. He's had a sort of quiet year when Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin won a whole bunch of races. Brad did, still did very good, and I felt he did good at Martinsville. So he will win his second Cup championship, and will be drunk on national TV. He drank out of a, uh, he drank some Bud Light last time. And it was buzzed and it was entertaining to see his interview back in. Was that all the way back in 2012? I think it was. Jeez, time flies. Well, there you go. There is your news and everything you need to know. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. I want racing to come back. So let's make racing come back. You just got to stay safe. Wash your hands. If they tell you to wear a mask, wear a mask. Don't make it more difficult. And uh, we will get through this. Well, I believe we will get through this. I, It's been difficult, but I do believe we will get through this. I've tried to remain positive. Well, thank you for listening to Motorsports the Show. If you like stick and ball sports like baseball, soccer, basketball, all that, you're going to want to listen to Sports the Show, the main title of this podcast. You're going to want to listen to that. Share it with your friends. Share it on Twitter. Tag at Max G Sports on Twitter. Again, at Max G Sports. Capital M, capital G, capital S and sports. Sports the show, as well as Mother Sports the show, is available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, Spotify, And Pocket casts. Thank you. You all were far too kind. That's a quote of Jalen Rose. And that's how we're going to end it off. Peace. We will see you next week.